A new world is emerging. It is a new world order. There's a lot of discussion about what the, the new world order will be. We will be looking at what contact tracing looks like in the new world order. In the new world order. Individual carbon footprint tracker. The difference of this first uh, industrial revolution is it doesn't change what you are doing, it changes you. We need not just to monitor people, we need to monitor what's happening under their skin. So imagine the applications of that, the compliance. To be ready for pandemic two, I, I call this pandemic one. This pandemic has provided an opportunity for a reset. This is becoming a pandemic of the unvaccinated. It's almost time for the great culling to begin. Get vaccinated. Get vaccinated. This is Connect Those Dots. Well, hello there, fam, and all of you beautiful little dot connectors out there. Welcome to another episode here of this humble little podcast, Connect Those Dots, and I am your humble little host, Joe Wakili. And um, if you're an avid dot connector, if you're ever a, if you're an avid listener of Connect Those Dots, and you check in every week here and uh, see what we got going on on this humble little podcast, you're probably familiar with the name Yuval Noah Harari. It's one of these dudes that I harp on quite a bit, and I make sure that if you listen to my show, you definitely know the name, you know the man, you know the quotes, you know the statements, and you know what he stands for. Uh, but on this episode, I really just want to like really dive in pretty like in-depth and really focus and laser in, because uh, last week... You know, they like to have, they like to put Yuval on these podcasts. They like to put him on these TED Talks. They like to put him on the podiums. They like to put him in front of the people. You have people like Barack Obama and Mark Zuckerberg and Bill Gates, and they all say how great he is and how smart he is and how great his books are. And his books are Amazon number one sellers. They're pushed on the site, pushed, pushed, pushed everywhere. And uh, as we know, this guy is the head futurist at the world economic forum that's his official title the head futurist so his forecasts predictions prophecies outlooks for the future are what the world economic forum the global controllers the global hedge funders the global steerers of world policy and world occurrences I'm not saying everything is orchestrated by them but yes they they say it themselves never let a good crisis go to waste it's often said that you should never allow a good crisis to go to waste and they certainly don't let those crises go to waste and a main guy is Yuval Harari and as i'm saying he he, he goes on these podcasts and he was recently on one uh, last week, uh, Lex Friedman. Uh, Lex Friedman is a guy, I, I don't really listen to his podcast because it's, I, I find it dreadfully boring, quite frankly. 
And uh, he talks like this, Lex Friedman, and he talks really low, and he has a very sort of monotone kind of ASMR kind of vibe to his podcast. And uh, maybe I should talk like Lex Friedman. Maybe the YouTube algorithms and everything like that and uh, Instagram, and they won't shadow ban me anymore. I'll, I'll sound nice and intellectual like Lex Friedman. So Lex Friedman is one of the sort of these pseudo intellectual type guys uh, that has a podcast and it's a very successful podcast. It's on YouTube. I mean, the YouTube algorithm pushes it. Whether you want to listen to it or not, it's right in front of your face all the time. I see it. Lex Friedman, Lex Friedman. I've never listened to his podcast, but I see it all the time. So it's highly pushed by the YouTube algorithm. And he gets guests like Yuval Noah Harari. And I'm going to share with you uh, a statement that Yuval makes on this three-hour-long podcast. And if you're an avid dot connector, when you hear this statement, it's going to make your eyebrows go like this. It's going to make your shoulders go like this. It's going to make you scratch your head like this. So let's get into the clip. I have to ask you about an interesting dynamic of stories. You wrote an article two years ago titled, When the World Seems Like One Big Conspiracy how understanding the structure of global cabal theories can shed light on their allure and their inherent falsehood. Hmm. Uh, so there's Lex Friedman, basically in a bunch of jargon, asking Harari, why do you think people think that there are secret societies? Why do you think that people believe in these conspiracy theories? It's not like you've never said this in your entire life, Harari. It's not like we have endless quotes of you saying exactly that there are global elites and global cabals that get together and steer the world and there's so many useless humans out there but listen to the answer that he gives why would somebody believe in a global cabal harari it's so crazy right here we go what are global cabal theories and why do so many people believe them 37 percent of americans for example mm -hmm. Well, the, the global studied. cabal theory, it has many variations, but basically there is a small group of people, a small cabal that secretly controls everything that is happening in the world. All the wars, all the revolutions, all the epidemics, everything that is happening is controlled by this very small group of people who are, of course, evil and have bad intentions. And this is that's a pretty uh, succinct description there, right? He, he seems to be very familiar with this subject. This is a, a very well-known story. That it's not new. It's been there for thousands of years. It's very attractive uh, because, first of all, it's simple. You don't, you don't have to understand everything that happens in the world. You just need to understand one thing. The war in Ukraine, the Israeli-Palestinian conflict, 5G technology, COVID-19. It's simple. There is this global cabal. They do all, all of it. And also, it enables you uh, to shift all the responsibility to all the bad things that is that are happening in the world to this small cabal. It's the Jews. It's the Freemasons. It's not us. And also, it creates it, it it creates this fantasy, utopian fantasy. If we only get rid of the small cabal, we solved all the problems of the world. Salvation. The Israeli-Palestinian conflict, the war in Ukraine, the epidemics, poverty. Everything is solved just by knocking out this small cabal. So, and it's simple, it's attractive, and this is why so many people believe it. Okay, that's enough. You get the gist. He is essentially gaslighting you 
and telling you that there is no such thing as a World Economic Forum. There's no such thing as a Bilderberg Group. There's no such thing as a trilateral commission. There's no such thing as a uh, Council on Foreign Relations. There's no such thing as an Illuminati. Okay, there's no such there's no such thing as uh, Babylon. Babylon never existed, right? Babylon in the Bible, because secret societies and people getting together for a common for a common cause never existed, right? People getting together for world domination never existed, right? Yeah, the Nazis never existed either. The, the ancient Egyptians never existed either. Alexander the Great never existed either. The Persian Empire never existed either. There have been global cabals and unified fronts of a gathering of individuals that are steering certain things and certain outcomes and certain geopolitical outcomes forever, since the beginning of time, since the beginning of man. But he thinks you're so stupid. He thinks you're such a hackable animal, as he likes to say so much, that you've never heard any of his previous quotes before. He thinks this is your first introduction to Yuval Noah Harari right here on the Lex Friedman podcast. But no, Yuval, we know you. We know who you are. We've heard your quotes. We know what you truly think. We know what you truly think about global elite and global cabal. It's not just a convenient thing. Trust me, it, it ain't convenient, bro. We don't want to think that there's people out here like you controlling things and pulling strings and ruining people's lives. It ain't convenient. We would much rather love to live in a world that you want us to think that we want to live in, right? Where, where everything is just individual. Things are just happening all over the place. And things do happen. Not everything is completely... I didn't stub my toe this morning and it was like, ah, shucks, Yuval Harari. Okay? I didn't crash my car, hypothetically. And I said it was the World Economic Forum's fault. This is just a straw man argument to get you diverted, to get you gaslit. And it's so funny because you, if, if you know who this guy is, if you've heard his previous quotes, this just boggles the mind and it goes completely antithetical to everything that he said in the past. So you know what, you've all? I'm going to show everything that you've said in the past that contradicts exactly what you said right here. I got an entire folder dedicated to you, buddy. Oh, wait, wait. Maybe I should whisper. Maybe I should be more like Lex Friedman and just talk like this. I have an entire folder dedicated to you, Vol Noah Harari, saying all of his tyrannical statements and all of the global elite talk and useless eater talk and hackable animal talk and depopulation talk that you can imagine. Do I sound more smart now that I'm not ranting and raving? But I can't help myself but rant and rave. When I see this freak, man, when I see this, like this just, I mean, this guy hates you. This guy hates you with every fiber of his being. This guy thinks you are so stupid. And he, he thinks you are a hackable animal. And right now I'm going to show you here. Let, let, let me give you a little peek behind the curtain here. Give you a little peek behind the curtain. I have an entire folder. Harari. Entire folder. 
dedicated to our friend Yuval. And you can see here, here, let me get his face here, right? Oh, oh my God, you have an entire photo on me. Oh, wow. Oh, you are a conspiracy theorist, aren't you? No, it ain't a conspiracy, Yuval. I know you look so shocked, don't you? Now, this is all of your quotes. Isn't that something? Here, let's just make sure. Let's move this over here so I know exactly what kind of file they are. Oh, I know he looks, doesn't he look so shocked? Let's start, let's just go down the list, right? I have a lot of audio files here because when I used to do my audio only version of Connect Those Dots that you can still listen to on Spotify, I can only use audio clips. So this is, and I got some videos for you too, but let's just go down the line here, shall we? Hack millions. See what that even means. Now in the past, Many tyrants and governments wanted to do it, but nobody understood biology well enough. And nobody had enough computing power and data to hack millions of people. Neither the Gestapo nor the KGB could do it. But soon, at least some corporations and governments will be able to systematically hack all the people. We humans should get used to the idea that we are no longer mysterious souls. We are now hackable animals. Okay, so the guy that just got done telling you that there's no such thing as societies that get together, there's no such thing as groups of people that get together and conspire behind the scenes, just got done telling you a few groups that get together behind the scenes. The KGB could not do it. The Gestapo could not do it. The Nazis always wanted to do it. But nobody had the power to hack millions of people. Now we have the real power to hack millions of people. The same guy that told you that there's nobody trying to control you. Let's keep going, shall we? Humans are now hackable animals. Oh. You know, the, the whole idea that humans have, you know, this, they, they have this soul or spirit and they have free will and nobody knows what's happening inside me. So whatever I choose, whether in the election or whether in the supermarket, this is my free will, that's over. Free will, that's over. That's over. Over. Today, we have the technology to hack human beings on a massive scale. It goes yeah, on and everything on. Everything is being digitalized. Everything is being monitored. In this time of crisis, you have to follow science. It's often said that you should never allow a good crisis to go to waste because a crisis is an opportunity to also do re good reforms that in normal times people will never agree to. But in a crisis, you see we have no chance. So, 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 so let's do it. Vaccine won't help us go the to the test, of course. The vaccine will help <laughs> us, of course. It will make things, you know, more manageable. So... There was a lot in that big compilation right there, but I'm, like I'm telling you, Yuval Noah Harari's tyrannical, satanic, evil, diabolical speeches, they're, they're like sand on the beach. They're like grains of sand on the beach. Endless, bottomless pit. And how funny is it that on this Lex Friedman podcast, he gets done saying, there are too many individuals, people are all doing their own thing, the world is too complex for there to be people just conspiring and pulling all the strings and making all of the events happen. But then he just gets done saying, in a previous quote, 
Humans do not have free will. You're all hackable animals. If you think you're a divine individual, you are mistaken because you're a stupid little cretin. That's what he says right there. Goes on and on and on. And then he gets done saying, crises are very valuable. You can control people through crises. Shall I continue? Yes, I will. I'm going to go through this entire folder, whether you like it or not. surveillance people could look back in a hundred years and identify the coronavirus epidemic as the moment when a new regime of surveillance took over especially surveillance under the skin which i think is maybe the most important development of the 21st century is this ability to hack human beings to go under the skin collect biometric data analyze it and understand people better than they understand themselves this i believe is maybe the most important event of the 21st century so i mean again never let a good crisis go to waste the covid pandemic has brought us the opportunity for surveillance to go under your skin. Now, what a freak, right? When you think about the COVID pandemic, you think about all of the lockdowns, you think about all of the suffering, you think about how you had to quit your job, you think about all of these things, all of the turmoil. But Yuval over here, he's like, this is a great opportunity to get surveillance under your skin. There's no such thing as a global cabal, you stupid little hackable animal. Now shut up and stop questioning. Uh, keep them happy with drugs and computer games. Keep them happy with drugs and computer games. So that's uh, that's a snippet from a from a larger quote that I'll get to as well. Here we got Harari's greatest hits. Let's check that one out. I don't even know what's on this one. Let's see. It is critical because this is what convinces people to accept, to legitimize total biometric surveillance. If we want to stop this epidemic, we need not just to monitor people, we need to monitor what's happening under their skin. What we have seen so far, it's corporations and governments collecting data about where we go, who we meet, what movies we watch. The next phase is the surveillance going under our skin. We now see mass surveillance systems established even in democratic countries, which previously rejected them. And we also see a change in the nature of surveillance. Previously, surveillance was mainly above the skin. Now it's going under the skin. Governments want to know not just where we go or who we meet, above all they want to know what is happening under our skin. What's our body temperature? What's our blood pressure? What, what is our medical condition? Now humans are developing even bigger powers than ever before. We are really acquiring divine powers of creation and destruction. We are really upgrading humans into gods. We are acquiring, for instance, the, the power to re-engineer life. 
I know that in recent years we saw populist politicians undermining deliberately the trust that people have in important institutions like universities, like respectable media outlets. These populist politicians told people that, say, scientists are this small elite disconnected from the real people. I mean, all this story about Jesus rising from the dead and being the son of God, this is fake news. Humans are now hackable animals. <laughs> just goes on and on and on and with the good old world economic forum 666 logo right behind him as per usual i mean i'm not saying Yuval Noah harari is is like a pedophile or anything but if i was making a movie like the sound of freedom or something and i had to cast a, a like a creepazoid guy that was going to be involved with human trafficking and pedophilia. I mean, you don't even, he, he doesn't even need to audition. He can come straight in and he's got the part immediately. But how offensive is it really for him to like sit there and, and, and say all these, say these things on the Lex Friedman show and act like he's never said all of these heinous things in the past because we ain't done. I got more for you. You know I got more for you. Here's the here's the full quote of the little snippet that I played you earlier. And then the big political and economic question of the 21st century will be what do we need humans for? Or at least what do we need so many humans for? Do you have an answer in the book? Um, at present, the best guess we have is uh, keep them happy with drugs and computer games. Keep them happy with drugs and computer games. So he's up there on a podium for context. He's up there on a podium during whatever TED Talk, whatever ask his fest that they're doing. And they always put Harari up on the stage and oil his ass up and kiss it clean. And they're like, Yuval Harari, what what do we do with all of these useless people? What do we do with all these hackable animals? We keep them happy with drugs and computer games. Once we take away all of the potential, once the world is completely, you know, no prosperity, and we are the only ones that are left, we, the elites, that have all the AI, that have all of the technology, that have all of the transhumanism. Once you are all depopulated and then there's a few of you left, oh, we will let you uh, play video games and do drugs. And we will give you universal basic income. That's what he thinks. Direct quotes. And the little stooge on the stage with him. What do you think we should do with all of these useless people, Yuval? Here's another quote. A lot of people sense that they are being left behind and left out of the story. People realize, and they are correct in thinking that, that the future doesn't need me. You're correct. You're correct in hating yourself. You're correct in hating your life. You're correct in thinking that you don't have any potential. You're correct in thinking that you're just dust in the wind and you're a space fart and you're an accident and you don't have a soul, like he says, and you're not a divine individual, like he says, and you're just a hackable animal. You're right to think that, you scum. You will get left behind. More, more, Yuval. 
data might enable human elites to do something even more radical. Elites, there he is, there he is. Let's just stop it right there. Let's pause it and we'll bring it right back. Elites, oh, he, but he just said on Lex Friedman, I thought you said there's no such thing as elites, Yuval. What is it, buddy? You're the most smart guy on the planet. You're such a genius, but you don't even have a consistent message because you're a lying scum criminal. Global elites, yes, let's hear it again. Data might enable human elites to do something even more radical than just build digital dictatorships. Mm. By hacking organisms, okay. elites Again. may gain the power to re-engineer the future of life itself. Oh. Because once you can hack something, you can usually also engineer it. Oh. And if indeed I mean... we succeed in hacking and engineering life, this will be not just the greatest revolution in the history of humanity. This will be the greatest revolution in biology since the very beginning of life four billion years ago. For four billion years, nothing fundamental changed in the basic rules of the game of life. All of life for four billion years, dinosaurs, amoebas, tomatoes, humans, all of life was subject to the laws of natural selection and to the laws of organic biochemistry. But this is now about to change. Science is replacing evolution by natural selection with evolution by intelligent design. Not the intelligent design of some god above the clouds, but our intelligent design and the intelligent design of our clouds, the IBM cloud, the Microsoft cloud, these are the new driving forces of evolution. So, just completely blasphemous, satanic speak. That's the religion of these people. Make no mistake, their religion is saying that humans are obsolete and we need to ascend into a different species, even if that means creating a new species that will be better than us and weed us out. That is their religion. That is the satanic promise in the Bible. That you'll become a god. You'll be one with the net. You'll be you'll be more you'll be more than a, just a human. You'll evolve. I'll make you a god. That is the satanic promise. And Yuval Harari loves to say it. And notice how he's like, not the intelligent design of God, but our intelligent design, because we're going to be God. If all God does is create, we're going to we're going to create what he couldn't, what he couldn't. That's what Harari says. So when they sit there, when they sit up there and tell you that they're atheists, they're not atheists. They're Satanists. They're transhumanists. They're genetic ascendants. They want to ascend. They want to hack your biology. That's it comes up all the time, hacking the biology. They're not satisfied with God's creation. They're not satisfied inside of themselves. So they want to dissatisfy you as well. 
and tell you you're not special. You're not a divine being. You don't have a soul. You're not an individual. You don't have free will. And then on the same token, think you're so stupid, go on a podcast and tell you that he never said any of these things. And at the same time, science may enable life after being confined to, for four billion years to the limited realm of organic compounds, science may ena enable life to break out into the inorganic realm. So after four billion years of organic life shaped by natural selection, we are entering the era of inorganic life shaped by intelligent design. So does the data about my DNA my brain, my body, my life, does it belong to me or to some corporation or to the government or perhaps to the human collective? Human collective. You don't belong to yourself. The, your data belongs to the human collective, which essentially just means the, the corporations, the government apparatus, what, the intelligence community that keeps tabs on you. And you are now a part of the, the social body. That's what it's called in all sorts of like, you know, fiction and literature, all this Huxley, Brave New World, he calls it the, the social body. That's what Harari's talking about too. It's all, he. I mean, he's just repeating everything that all of the globalists before him have said. But he's one of the biggest mouthpieces and voice boxes for this thing. His quotes, as I'm showing you, are endless. So if you want to know the plan, if you want to know what the global elite that he says doesn't exist, but he also says exists and that he's a part of, if you want to know what the plans are that they're tinkering with, just listen to what he says. Just keep listening to what he says. I know it's painful. I know it's like nails on a chalkboard to listen to this cretin. Part of what is going on, on maybe a deeper level of, 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 of the human mind, is that people sense... A lot of people sense that they are being left behind and left out mm. of Again. the story. Even Who would be leaving them out, Harari? Who would be leaving them out? Would it be a, an elite sect of people that think they are better? Who would be leaving the average people out? Are still relatively good. In the 20th century, what was common to all the stories, the liberal, the fascist, the communist, is that the big heroes of the story were the common people. <laughs> Not necessarily all people, but if you lived, say, I don't know, in the Soviet Union in the 1930s, life was very grim. But when you looked at the propaganda posters on the walls that depicted the glorious future, you were there. You looked at the posters which showed steel workers and farmers in, 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 in heroic poses. And it was obvious that this is the future. Now, when people look at the posters on the walls or, or listen to TED Talks, they hear a lot of, you know, these big ideas mm. and big words about machine learning and genetic engineering and blockchain and globalization and... and they are not there. Mm. They are no longer part of the story of the future. 
And I think that if I, again, this is an hypothesis. If I try to understand and to connect to the deep resentment of people in many places around the world, part of, of what might be going there is people realize, and they are correct in thinking that, that the future doesn't need me. You have all these smart people in California and in New York and in Beijing, and they are planning this amazing future with artificial intelligence and bioengineering and, and global connectivity and whatnot. Oh, and they don't need oh, me. You don't so maybe say, they're nice. Oh, there's all these smart people. You're not smart enough to be part of the plan. So die. All these smart people. And all of these people, they have resentment to the smart people. They have resentment to the global elite. They are resentful. They are jealous. No, dude, I ain't jealous of you. I thank God every day that I'm not you. That's his husband, by the way. That's his husband, by the way. Imagine these. Imagine what these two do in their private time. Actually, don't imagine it. I'm going to put your mind in a very dark place. Dark. Like the inside of a butthole. Dark. No, oh, new Harari. Which one is this? He is uh, their guru. They even call him the prophet. Listen to you, Clay Clark. Harari. The COVID-19 crisis could be a really watershed moment, a moment of significant change in the history of surveillance because surveillance is being revolutionized, transformed from over-the-skin surveillance to under-the-skin surveillance. Previously, governments were collecting data about what we do, who we meet, where we go, what we watch on television. Now, with this epidemic, they increasingly focus on what's happening inside our body. What's our blood pressure, our body temperature, our, our, our heart rate? Now, this can be used, of course, to identify... Okay, so let's just be real about this, okay, folks? I'm going to hold the book. <laughs> I mean, it just goes... I mean, it, like, really, it just goes on and on and on. It, like, how many times can we just hear him say the same thing over and... A bunch! Here, this is all of the times that he said surveillance under your skin. We need not just to monitor people, we need to monitor what's happening under the skin. We need not just to monitor you. I do not even know, I have no explanation why I need to monitor you. But we need not just to monitor you, we need to understand what's going on inside your skin. <laughs> but there is no global elite. I don't understand why we would need to know what's going on under your skin, or why we would have to have surveillance, and why we do have to have all this data about all of these people, unless there was a global elite that wanted to know all of these things, right? Surveillance under the skin. That's <laughs> one of my favorites. Governments want to know Governments. Not just where we go or who we meet. Above all, they want to know what is happening under our skin. Again? Previously, surveillance was mainly above the skin. Now it's going under the skin. Again? 
We need not just to monitor people, we need to monitor what's happening under their skin. Again? The next phase is the surveillance going under our skin. I mean, the the, the whole phrase, <laughs> surveillance under the skin. Have you ever even heard that before in your life? Is that a concept? Are those a grouping of words that you've ever heard in that order? No, but he seems to love it. That seems to be his favorite topic. He can't talk enough about it. But he'll go on Mr. Smart Guy's podcast, Lex Friedman, and he'll gaslight you because he thinks you're so dumb. That is the bottom line about it. He thinks you are so dumb. He thinks you have never heard him before. We have heard you before. We're hearing you now. We're going to continue to hear you. Here, we got some videos of the creep. How to enable as Gutenberg instructed it, but it did not create a single new page. It had no ideas of its own about the Bible. Is it good? Is it bad? How to interpret this? How to interpret that? Um, AI can create new ideas, mm. can even write a new Bible. We, you know, throughout history, religions dreamt about having a book written by a superhuman intelligence, by a non-human entity. Every religion claims our book, all the other books of the other religions, they humans wrote them. But our book, no, 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 no. It came from some superhuman intelligence. In a few years, there might be religions that are actually correct. That just think about God, a religion I, whose it, it, holy book is written by an AI. That could be a reality in a few years. You can worship the AI God all you want, dude. Go for it. Worship the AI God. I'm going to worship the real God, the God that created me and you, buddy. And it's just so, it's just so belittling and demeaning and he talks with just such a snarkiness and this arrogance and this air that he's better and smarter than everybody all of these stupid people they read this religious text they read the bible and they think that it was written by god but now with the ai and ChatGPT, we can actually create a new bible that was created by a superhuman intelligence uh, first of all, dude, uh, ChatGPT can't even write my resume. So uh, how's it going to write a new Bible? And they've tried the AI to write the, the, the to write scripture, to write text, to write all of this stuff. It's not able to do it. At least ChatGPT. I don't know. There can definitely be some AI out there that's strong enough to create a Bible, to create some sort of religious, fictitious text. It would be fictitious if it wrote it because AI is essentially just the ultimate plagiarizer of humanity. Who created AI? We created AI. We are essentially the gods of the AI. But we're going to let the AI rule us. That's Harari's wet dream. So uh, maybe my favorite book is Brave New World. Ah. Aldo Saxley, which is still, I think, the most prophetic book of the 20th century. It's prophetic. Oh, what, what does Aldous Huxley talk about in Brave New World? A global elite that causes a global calamity and creates destitution on the, 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 the entire planet. And then there's one shining utopia left on the planet. 
all constructed by the global elite. And the global elite, they're literally called the world controllers in the story. They create a utopia where all you do is bang, do drugs, and play computer games. This is the trailer for the, the Peacock show, Brave New World. It's actually a really good show. I recommend it. Always wanted that for you. But this place is itself. Skip through it a little bit. In this world. Uh, instead of another book, I'll recommend a tea. <laughs> Gotta skip around a little bit here and there. Nothing at all. Yeah, uh, if you have the Peacock streaming service, I, I recommend watching Brave New World on there. It's actually a very well-made show. And like, if you're like of a red pill to dot connector mindset, you will absolutely con be connecting dots the entire episode, all the episodes. So there's one thing about Harari that we can almost relate with him on, right? It's weird. The only difference is we see it as a disgusting, horrific hellscape dystopia he sees it as the future that he wants to create and mold. Uh, instead of another book, I'll recommend a TV series. I think that Black Mirror uh, is maybe the <laughs> best uh, science fiction uh, TV show of, of, of the last year. And Black Mirror is what I want the world to be like. In this world, well, connect directly brains and computers you can i mean you can connect direct and you, and you know once you can connect directly brains and computers you can i mean the, the idea that your entire body must be in the same place at the same time i mean my hands must be connected to my body in order to function this is true of organic hands it's not true of bionic hands I can sit here and do this talk show and wash dishes at home at the same time Dude. because my brain can be connected to my bionic hand. I mean, he just creeps everybody out. You, you notice that when he goes on these shows, right? Everybody's looking at him a, a little side-eyed, a little weird. He's a creepazoid! Now, in the past, many tyrants and governments wanted to do it, but nobody understood biology well enough. And nobody had enough sideways, like Harari. data to hack millions of people. Neither the Gestapo nor the KGB could do it. But soon, at least some corporations and governments will be able to systematically hack all the people. We humans should get used to the idea that we are no longer mysterious souls. We are now hackable animals. Data might... We are now hackable animals. So if there's no free will, Harari, if we're all hackable animals, if humans are the scum of the earth, who hacked you, dude? Who's controlling your free will? Who, who's your pet owner if you're such a hackable little animal? I think I know. I think I know. I think I know who your master is. I think I know who's hacking you.
people to accept, to legitimize total biometric surveillance. If we want to stop this epidemic, we need not just to monitor people, Again, we need to one. monitor what's happening under their skin, their body temperature. Like we, we walked in here, but you we see, have you to just, go. You, just, you see how creeped out they all are. Like, what are you, what surveillance under the skin? I've never even heard of such, what are you talking about? Got one more here. The 21st century, the 21st century, we may see the emergence of a new massive class of useless people. Oh, thanks. People who have absolutely no economic value. Oh. It's estimated that within, say, and what, what what would what would that make the people that aren't useless? Would that make them elite? Would that make them part of a cabal? Who's making the people useless? Thirty years or so, up to fifty percent of the jobs in the job market will be taken over by artificial intelligence and computers. Everything mm -hmm. from driving taxis to... And that is exactly what we want. We want to make you obsolete. Diagnosing diseases to even teaching. Artificial intelligence... Artificial... AI will be your teacher. I talked about that on the last episode, remember? AI will be your teacher. It'll be a personalized AI for you that'll, that'll teach you. That'll propagandize you. That'll read your mind. That'll know if you're having wrong opinions. That'll know if you're having the wrong thoughts. That'll be monitoring and surveilling you under the skin, under the skull. We'll be able to do better than humans. Uh, you have a small elite. Oh, oh, uh, oh, there's a small elite. Oh, there's a small elite. Oh, who would have thunk? But you just told me on Mr. Lex Friedman. Lex Friedman told me, Mr. Smart Guy, Mr. Lex Friedman, that talks like this. I'm Lex Friedman, and I'm whispering on my podcast. Don't I sound really smart right now? Oh, I have such a high IQ. Oh, I'm such a genius. Now here's Yuval Noah Harari here to lie to you for three hours. A small elite, he says. Where the hell's my video? There it is. Let's continue. Oh, a small, we have the small elite. And it pushes things. Pushes in its things. Own interests, Ooh. even if it doesn't benefit the vast majority of the oh. population. This has happened so many times previously in history. Oh, totally oh but to... I thought you said it doesn't happen. I thought you said it's a conspiracy theory. I thought you said nobody gets together and steers and pushes. We push the global events. And even if the public at large doesn't like it, we still do it. <laughs> I'm such a genius. God, man. And again, um, the one of the biggest dangers mm. to the planet today is, is this technological utopia. Oh, because probably for the elite it will work. Oh, if bad comes to worse, then when the flood comes, oh, the scientists will build a Noah's Ark for the elite, mm. leaving the rest to drown the rest of the people and then the rest of the of the ecosystem. We will leave you to drown 
as the global elite and the scientists create a new Noah's Ark. But as at the same time, all of your stupid little holy books and your Bibles don't mean anything. They're written by stupid people, stupid hackable animals, that there is no God and there is no individuality. But we will create a new Noah's Ark because we are the, new, the, the elite that I told you doesn't exist. Satanic guy, man. Satanic, slithering snake. Even the way he speaks, the way he looks, everything about him just oozes fraud, oozes con, oozes just, I want to, I want to rape you. That's, that's why I want to get one over on you. I want to dominate you. That's his entire aura. And we've exposed him heavy on this episode but they are likely to be able to construct this technological Noah's Ark, which is probably what much of the elite is, is counting on. Blockchain. The original blockchain is the Bible. It's oh. based on the same principle. You have... Because different people read... You get price increases. ...is to make them frightened. System. Government and millions of people because then you are immediately labeled a traitor. Like, this is war now. We're in a national emergency. And you know, the, the whole animals. I mean, it just goes on you know, and the, the on, whole folks. Idea it that just goes on have, and on. You know, this, they, they have this... It just, it just goes on and on and on. I think I got one more. Here, here, here's the last one. The biggest question in, in maybe in economics and politics of the coming decades will be what to do with all these useless people. And who will decide what we do with all of the useless people? And you know, j j just for just for old time's sake, let's let's uh, show you this classic. Are now hackable animals. You know, the, the whole idea that humans have, you know, this, they, they have this soul or spirit and they have free will and nobody knows what's happening inside me. So whatever I choose, whether in the election or whether in the supermarket, this is my free will, that's over. There's a okay. report from, a joint report from the... There you go. Did you, did, have you had enough? Have you had enough? Is that enough for you? My entire folder of Harari clips. Let, so after you've heard all of that, let, let's just revisit this uh, this gem that has prompted this episode. Thank God, Lex Friedman. Thanking God that you had Yuval Harari on your show to lie to everybody, to completely contradict every single statement that he has made his entire life and show the world what a fraud he is. Let's back it up. Let's back it up. World seems like one big conspiracy. How understanding the structure of global cabal theories can shed theories. light on their allure and their inherent falsehood. Hmm. Uh, what are global cabal theories and why do so many people believe them? 37% of Americans, for example. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, the, mm -hmm. the global mm -hmm. cabal theory, it has many variations, but basically there is a small group of people, a small cabal, that secretly controls everything that is happening in the world. 
all the wars, all the revolutions, all the epidemics, everything that is happening is controlled by this very small group of people who are, of course, evil and have bad intentions. And this is, this is a, a very well-known story that it's not new yeah it's a very well-known story because he everything he said right there in his description of global cabal theory the only thing that he got wrong was that it's not a secret we know about the bilderberg group we know about the bohemian grove we know about the illuminati we know about your boys at the world economic forum we know that the un and the world economic forum have merged together we know that people like george soros just for one person funds all of the justice systems and funds all of the wokeness in our world. We know that BlackRock uses their ESG system to steer and uh, control behaviors, as their main guy Larry Fink says. We know about the Trilateral Commission. We know about the CFR, the Council on Foreign Relations. We, we don't even need to know about those. We know that, that, that people double cross and, and, and get behind people and do shady shit all the time. And we know you are the head preacher, the head priest of your satanic religion that is anti-human. Harari. You say it all the time. Humans are obsolete. You're hackable animals. We don't have free will. We the, 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 the peasants will be flooded in a new Noah's Ark and the elite will ascend and create a breakaway civilization. You say it, man. So just own it, Harari. Just own it, you scum. And look, you know what I'm going to do here? You know what I'm going to do? Because I'm feeling real hot under the collar and I'm feeling real angry. And when I just see just the absolute manifestation of just satanic mind control and satanic God complex where these, these, these people think they're God and think that they can do better than God. Harari said it himself. I'm just going to sit here and have a little prayer, okay? Father God, Lord Jesus Christ, I pray that you relinquish this anger from my heart that I feel for these people that want to go against your plan so badly. For all of these people that blaspheme against you, for all of these people that, under, that don't understand their divine creation or that do understand the divine creation in the event of some people, and they want to reject it. Father God, I pray you touch the heart of Yuval Harari. I pray you touch the heart of Klaus Schwab. I pray you touch the heart of Bill Gates. I pray you touch the heart, even of George Soros. Even in, in he doesn't have many days left on this earth. Because of his old age. I pray that these people may seem too far gone, Father God. But I pray you touch their heart. I pray that you can somehow reverse their insidious ways. Might seem like a far off shot. Might seem like they have chosen their side. But again, not nobody's unreachable. Nobody is unable to make that 180 
sort of turnaround. But even though the anger and the hatred and the resentment that I feel toward these people, I will still obey you, Father God, and I will pray for their soul. Because at the end of the day, we are all created by you. Even if people want to deny you, want to scoff at you, want to choose Satan, at the end of the day, we're all created by you and we all belong to you. So if you could just even reach the heart of these tyrants, try to sway their heart, Father God, Lord Jesus Christ. I know they are completely turned over to the Antichrist agenda. But I'll at least try to pray for them. And that's all we can do with people that are as far gone as a Yuval Harari. Amen. In Christ's holy name I pray. So, you want the real real? You want the raw uncut? You want heavy you want the, the, the quotes, you want the, the dot connecting, you want to hear it right from the horse's mouth, you always check this podcast out. Connect those dots. That's what we do here, baby. We cut deep. And I cut deep on you, Yuval Harari. Get right with God. Now. Follow the Instagram, share the podcast, like, follow, do all the things, support your guy, man, because I'm 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 on your side. I'm on team human. I'm not like these people that are on team anti-human that want to get rid of humanity. That want to make humans obsolete, that want to make humans useless, that want to make you think that you're a hackable animal. That will tell you, I am the elite, but there are no elites. So stop thinking about it. I'm not going to do that to you. I'm going to show you the raw uncut. Because we are the real elite. People like you, people like me, people that have spiritual fortification, people that don't want to be down with these satanic freaks and their plan, we're the real elite. So be elite. Keep connecting those dots. Amen.